Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all those loved ones who have supported me through this journey. Now, many companies practice strategy and enablement across their organization. However, they have a long-term impact on the organization and is a key to developing a solid strategy. We all know that every great strategy requires a great leader, and when it comes to strategy enablement, there is no exception. So on today's episode, I am thrilled to have as my guest today a lady who has tremendous experience in this area. Her name is Katie Penner. Now, Katie is the head of sales development, strategy enablement, for a company called Sendoso. Her job is as a strategy enablement. Uh, she enables her customers, SDR and sales teams on how to effectively use sending as part of their sales process. She is a strong believer in helping businesses stand out against the competition and utilizing direct mail to create meaningful touch points that accelerate the buyer's journey. She is a firm believer in perfecting the craft of the job that you were hired to do. And she is innovative when it comes to recognizing gaps in that process. She is also one of those people who could call herself proclaimed professional in chaos as she takes care of her family as well as her job, her two children and her husband. I know when I first met her that I had to have her on as a guest. And today is the day. Welcome to the show, Katie. It is such a pleasure to have you on today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Well, it's been a while. I've been wanting to have you on and I knew right away from that first conversation that we had over the phone that you were definitely on my radar to have as a guest. So I'm happy that today has finally come true. Yeah, me too. This is so (laughs) exciting. I can't wait to dive in. (laughs) So how's everything been with you? What's, What's new? Everything is great. I actually recently just got a little baby puppy. Um, oh, no. So that has been just absolutely wild. So as if I didn't have enough chaos to manage uh, <laughs> with a 10-month-old baby yeah. by my side as I work, now I have a little a little beagle puppy. So that's what's going on in my world. <laughs> but they're kind of both pretty cute to look at too, Jordan. I mean, it must be it's chaos a little bit, but it must be cool to look at your eight-month-old baby and your new pup every day. I'm sure that's kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Whenever I'm having a rough day, I have a built-in built in motivation right by my side, so I can't complain. Yeah, you just kind of look over and you can't not smile when you look at them, that's for sure. Very true. <laughs> so, Katie, before we begin, I always have a fun, thought-provoking question to ask my guests to get things going. Are you ready for yours? I hope so. <laughs> so... My question is a would you rather? So would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or never get a cold again? Never get a cold again, hands down. I literally, this is so timely because I just had worst colds and it lasted forever. So, and I don't really mind traffic that much because I don't really live in the city. So yeah, no colds ever again. That would be great. I think I kind of would go with that one too, because usually when they come on, they last, like you said, they linger for, you think you wonder like, okay, when is this thing going to be over? Well, traffic is probably like a couple of hours. It does come to an end where traffic could be like 
two weeks sometimes and it's still, you still got it. So I think yeah. I agree with you on that one. Well, and I think traffic too, like traffic gives you a great opportunity for amazing playlists and dance breaks. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You can kind of put your favorite tunes on and, and dance away, or it kind of gives you a time too. If there's something that you got to think about in the workplace or process something, it's a good opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. So why don't we get this show on the road here? What I want to do is I'd like for us to start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Katie Penner. I am the head of sales development strategy and enablement at Sendoso. I am a mom of two. I have a son named Archie and a daughter named Riley. I have two dogs And all of them are with me every single day as I work my back-to-back calendar because it is summer break. As far as my background goes, I would say that I I started my quote-unquote adult career as a sales rep for Grubhub. In that role, I met with companies in Houston to try to get them to do all of their corporate food ordering through Grubhub Corporate. It was a really fun job. Then I transitioned to a company called People 2.0. They basically provided like EOR services to staffing, payroll services, recruiting companies, mass talent. And I was an SDR there. And during my time at People 2.0, I actually got a call from my recruiter who had placed me previously telling me about a company that he had an open role for at a company called Sendoso. And so I, you know, did some research. I saw what Sendoso did. Gifting is actually my love language. So it seemed like a great fit. Um, I, I remember calling two of my cousins and saying like, hey, have you ever heard of this company? What's the deal? And, you know, they're two different cousins, two different sides of the family, sides of the world, whatever. And both of them were actually Sendoso customers. So long story short, I started as an SDR at Sendoso. I moved into a life cycle marketing role after convincing my bosses that I was the person to rewrite all of our sequencing. I then managed a BDR team, and now I am the head of sales development strategy and enablement. <laughs> okay. And for those who don't know, what, what, what is an SDR? A sales development representative. So essentially, SDRs are doing all of the prospecting into accounts. So they're calling, cold calling, cold emailing, reaching out on LinkedIn, things like that, to try to get prospects to agree to take a meeting with an AE, an account executive. Okay. So a lot of telephone, a lot of contact, and I guess people will kind of figure out what works best for them. Some people probably prefer email. Email works better for them. Some people love to talk to people. So like I'd be a people person. So I would prefer to pick up the phone and call somebody just because I find that more personable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that you bring that up because as my time as an SDR manager, I think it's kind of typical for companies to say, all right, team, and they have, you know, maybe 10, 15, however many people on their team here's your number of calls that you need to make a day. Here's the number of emails. I didn't, I decided not to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, Andrea, if you were great at the phones, maybe your number for the phones was higher than your coworker who wasn't as strong as on the phones. Maybe right. their email number was higher, but I think right. really maximizing on 
each individual's talents is what mm-hmm. led to my success as a, as a BDR manager, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to look at it because not everybody's good at everything. And as a leader or a manager in a department or a company, you need to figure that out because not everybody's motivated in the same way. So it's interesting that you, you look at it that way. And I'm sure your employees appreciate that because... You know, nobody likes to be forced to do something that they don't feel comfortable doing or don't feel like they're good at. Yeah, totally agree. Exactly. So explain to our listeners what strategy enablement is. Yeah, so I'd be happy to. Um, So my position and my title are incredibly unique. In this economy, we recognized at Sindoso that retention is more important than ever. We knew that we needed to focus on keeping our customers happy. So in this role, I actually enable our customers, SDR and sales teams, and teach them how to implement a gifting strategy into their existing workflow. Okay. And when you say retention, you're talking about retention of customers, but you're also concerned with retention of your staff as well. Well, I'm mainly just concerned about the retention of our customers. But of course, when, you know, as far as my official role goes now, when we're talking about our internal team, I also work very closely with our SDR org. So, you know, I'm kind of hand in hand making sure that they're happy too. Um, you know, coming up with different ways to reward good behavior, mm-hmm. you know, running spiffs that are really fun. We are a direct mail platform, so I'm able to send them some really cool gifts. You know, today, one of the reps, or I'm sorry, two of our reps set three meetings today, which we call a hat trick. And I had released a spiff that if they, you know, got this hat trick, that they got their choice of three different gifts. So, you know, it's it's things like that that I think are helping with retention internally, but mm-hmm. I'm really primarily focused on that customer retention. Mm-hmm. And I love that you do that because a lot of people like to be, not everybody, but I'd say a lot of people like to be rewarded, even if it's just a small little token to be recognized to say, hey, you did a good job. Here's what we're going to do for you, or I'm going to do this for you, or I'm going to send you this, or We're going to take you out for a coffee or, you know, so they want, they like to be recognized that they're successful or that they did a good job for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And another thing that we do for that, right. And just recognition internally is we have a shout outs channel on Slack. So, and everyone has access to it. So anytime if someone impresses you or does you a favor or, you know, really crushes it at work, you can give them Mm -hmm. a shout out. And um, every month we, you know, have the entire org vote on who they believe has embodied one of our company values. And those Mm -hmm. people get a, you know, an e-gift or something special at the end of the month. So that's another really fun way that we recognize employees internally. So do you come up with these ideas or is it like your upper management that wants to do these things? Is it you or them? So it depends, right? Like the Slack channel, that was probably an HR move. Um, But as far as the SDR spiffs and things, those are my brainchild. So, you know, another example of this was a huge spiff that we did in December. 
we called it Chris Kringle's Christmas competition uh, because our co-founder's name is Chris. And (laughs) for every, you know, for every meeting set or accepted that the SDRs got, they generated points and they were able to use those points in several drawings throughout the month, or they could use those points to leverage our co-founder Chris's help, our CEO's help. So you know, there's just a lot of ways that we get creative in just our SDR and sales org that are definitely my brainchild. I absolutely love that, uh, Megan, because I truly believe that what we do in our workplace fundamentally impacts people in their home lives. So I believe that when you're doing good stuff at work, we spend so much time at work in the offices, we spend more time in the office and or with our families. So by doing these little things, it impacts them when they go home because they're not thinking about their job or nervous about their job or worried that they didn't do a good job and they're worried about having to go into work the next day. So I really love that you do that because I really think that that's important. And leadership is responsible for making sure that employees go home feeling comfortable with the job that they did and able to relax. I feel like that's their responsibility as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think fostering a fun work environment also just helps with productivity. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, if you hate your job and you are Mm -hmm. not happy, you're never recognized, there is no fun Are you really going to push yourself to not just hit your goals, but to exceed them? Probably not, especially when we're talking about a function like sales development, where it's very heads down. You're just calling people over and over again. You're being told no all the time. You're going to get burnt out if you aren't working for a leader who is truly motivating you. Mm -hmm. So. I think it's incredibly important, and I've seen that in in the results that we've seen. Oh, for sure. So you've explained what strategy enablement was. What is the role of a strategy enablement? Yeah, so, I mean, on a typical day, I'm either leading a large group training with our customers' entire SDR sales org, or I'm meeting with our customers' sales SDR managers and helping them incorporate gifting into things like their sequencing. It really just depends on that front. But to summarize, whatever our customers need, I am there to help with strategy that works for them and their specific needs. And then on the flip side, internally, right, I'm also helping our SDR team with the strategy behind gifting. And typically what that looks like is ensuring that our sequencing is on point. If there are any new strategies to, you know, leverage tools like LinkedIn, that sort of thing, you know, I'm educating them about that, uh, running different plays, you know, like a, for example, a wake the dead play where we try to re-engage old closed lost ops, you know, just constantly thinking about things that can make their lives easier and Mm -hmm. help them get to a meeting faster. Mm -hmm. I think that's great strategies. I know one of a friend of mine I was talking to the other day and she works from home and one of the companies, they develop a strategy where everybody's working from home. So they go onto their teams and they send once a week, a coworker, a message like on a Tuesday and say, Hey, are you free tomorrow at 10? And they say, yes, say, hey, let's have a 10, 15 minute team chat. And it's just nothing about work. It's 
they're on their break. How's everything going? What's new with you? Oh, I heard that your son had a softball game the other day. How did that go? Or, you know, I heard it was your birthday. How did that go? What did you do? Did you do anything special? So it's not related to work, like I said, but it just kind of brings the team together, even though they're not in the same building. So that just what you were just telling me, it just reminds me of that. And I just love that. I, I love that you brought that up too, because, you know, it's it's funny. I feel like everyone has a why, right? Like when it comes to our jobs, we are all here for a reason. And I think that there's both a professional and a personal why behind every single individual. And so mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly important as a leader to really dig in and figure out what those whys are mm-hmm. so that you can dig in with your employees and really help them to reach their goals and relate those goals back to those daily tasks. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we're we're falling a little short on this goal. I know that you had this goal to, you know, get your daughter into private school. So let's be sure that we amp it up so that we can get closer to that goal, right? And so I think that just like knowing those things about your people will really help to motivate. And then I love what you also said about, you know, they're just getting together on their break time to chat about those things. You know, it was it was so fun managing a team directly as a BDR manager because one of the things that we would do is on a monthly basis, we would have team building events. and. Awesome. During these events, you know, we would do crazy things. I always like to get really creative. So, for example, one month I went on Amazon and I found these really cheap painting kits. And so I sent them all these kits where they could paint. And we followed, we all got on a Zoom, a shared screen, and we followed a Bob Ross painting tutorial together. Oh, how cool. (laughs) Yeah, they loved it. It was really fun and it helped us just like get to know each other as people, not just right. co-workers. Right. And it helps you to, as a leader, you're adapting. I mean, we all have times where it's a little bit more hectic. I hate to use the word stressful, but a little bit more hectic. A lot of stuff is going on and you feel a little bit of the tension. So it's a good way to ease the tension a little bit. And like I said before, it allows the employees to go home relaxed, upbeat. Their significant others, how was your day? Oh, what a great day. We I, we did this and our manager did, organized this fun thing that we did. We did some painting by numbers and everybody did it. And we laughed at because we looked at everybody's different pictures. So rather than going home and going, oh, I can't believe that, you know, my manager did this or this coworker said this to me, or we got this extra work and the two scenarios are way different for sure. Totally agree. So Megan, how do you measure the success of strategy enablement? Yeah. So great question. So for us, it's send success rate. So how many times are customers prospects actually accepting the gifts that they're sending? And what we've realized is that a lot of our customers default to this, like, I'll send you a $100 e-gift in for 30 minutes of your time, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what we actually see work best is gifting without any expectation of return. So basically, gifting to build a relationship before even asking for someone's time. So 
I share this knowledge with them, give them, you know, some actionable templates and such that they can use. Then we track their success rate the following month after the enablement. So where they started and where they are now. And to give you an idea, most recently, we've taken a team from a 34% sin success rate to 78% in Mm. less than a month, which is really exciting. That is amazing. Those are great results. And I love that you build relationships. I love that you guys feel that that's so important to you. I know for myself personally, when I work on and I do stuff on LinkedIn or send messages to people, you know, people say I want to build up my brand, but I concentrate on building my community because I know that by building my community, I'm going to build my brand. So I almost want it to be a situation where you, Katie, and somebody else that you know is talking and they're saying, oh, and they mentioned my name and you're like, oh, I know Andrew. I you know, I just did a podcast with him the other day. So I'm not even in the room, but you guys are talking about me and I I feel like when you say building relationships, that is key because they're talking about your company and you're not even in the room. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, it's all about building relationships today. You know, prospects are hounded with over a hundred emails a day, countless ads in their face, ton of cold calls. Mm -hmm. I mean, so we just want to make it easier for them to even want to listen to us. But for that to happen, we have to earn that. And so I think that gifting allows you a really unique way to show that you've done your research, not just about their company and, you know, why they may need your services, but also that you've done your research on them as a human being. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you probably don't want to send them something that they're not going to enjoy. You want to send them something that listening skills and understanding what drives them, what they enjoy, because they're getting a gift. I mean, it's almost like, you know, sometimes people say they don't like Christmas gift exchanges because they don't get something that they don't enjoy. But by you doing this, you guys are actually listening to your customers. So it's a good chance that they are going to get something that they enjoy. Right. And I think, you know, it's also when you consider the law of reciprocity, right? Like, Mm -hmm. We are, our strategy is to gift without expectation of return. But as humans, when someone gives us a very thoughtful gift and Mm -hmm. shows that they've done our research or their research on us, we are more inclined to give them some of our time. So I think, you know, that's why it works. I agree with that. I mean, I'm someone and there's a lot of people out there. If uh, I do something for somebody, it's not because I want to get something in return. I do it because I feel like, okay, I'm going to do something nice for them. could be for any reason. And then, you know, if they want to do something, that's fine. But I always say, look, it's not necessary. You don't need to do anything for me. I just did it because I just felt like I want to do that. So I like that philosophy as well. So if you could use one word to describe yourself, what word would that be? Curious. Okay. That's a good one. Any reason why you just picked that one or? I, I think that curiosity has led me to where I am today. And I think, you know, I, when I think back on just my career trajectory at Sendoso and kind of what's led to my success, it's because I've always been asking questions. Mm-hmm. I don't just accept things at face value. I'm going to dig deep and figure out what the root of the problem is. 
And then I'm going to ask questions about how that could be fixed, whether that's internally or to others. And so I think that that curious nature has led to a lot of growth. And it's something that I really love about myself. Mm, I love that for you. That word is the conversations that I've had with you. That's a word that I would say that's red on a button. I would definitely say another word that I would use for you is appreciative because I sense that you are always appreciative for opportunities, for people being nice to you. You're appreciative of uh, opportunities in your professional life. So I believe that appreciative would be a good word for you as well. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I think that that's definitely true. I think that this life is a gift and all right. of the connections that we can make throughout the journey are, are definitely something to be thankful for. Yeah. And I think to be appreciative, you have to be humble. So I definitely see you as a humble person. So you, you take it in when you're appreciative you know, someone that's not appreciative, they don't take stuff at face value. They're like, yeah, I'm supposed to get that. But I find that you are, you know, thankful for every opportunity that you've been given for sure. I definitely am. I mean, you know, I never thought in a million years that I would be where I am today with this head of title. You know, I, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's the results of senior leadership at my company, not just turning a blind eye to an SDR with an idea, but actually Mm -hmm. hearing people out and, you know, giving them growth opportunities where they are deserved. And so for that, I'm incredibly thankful, but I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts today? Uh, Final thought is just thank you so much for this conversation, Andrew. It has been a blast and I really appreciate you having me on. Well, I will tell you that you will not be a stranger because I do plan on having you on again at some point down the road here. So I know where to find you and I will reach out to you when um, when that time comes. Awesome. (laughs) I did want to say thank you for this conversation as well. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the fact that you are so, like I said, appreciative and I find you're so empathetic and passionate about your job and your employees and your family. And I just love that. So I want to thank you for being part of this conversation as well. And we hope to see you back again sometime. Of course. (laughs) Well, on behalf of myself and my guest, Katie, I'd like to thank you all for listening today. And until next time, be safe. And remember that if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe 